Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to a special edition of the Kingdom of Pod. Jeff Capes here in Flower Mound, Texas on the Believe Podcast Network. The Brian Harson story, as I record this, has dominated, of course, the last not even 24 hours. It, uh, as I record this, it is 1.40 in the afternoon Mountain Time on Wednesday, the 23rd of December, so that you can reference that. I want to get into some of the staff situations at Boise State and at Auburn who may be staying and uh, who may be going and the most critical situation as well, the athletic director situation at Boise State that has some of the national media um, sort of confused on how this process may flow. But let's start with some timeline work. And first, on a personal level, I try to follow uh, storylines about coaches as closely as I can. And the Arizona job was where most of the fire and smoke was and there were connections that were trying to be made between Brian Harson and the University of Arizona. Uh, from what I knew of Coach Harson and what he wants to get accomplished in his coaching career, that would not have fit the description of where he wanted to land. And as you now look at where he is ultimately landing, you can understand where I came up with that thinking. He wasn't looking for a project. He was looking for somebody that realistically had a chance to walk out and win a national championship. And so that's the opportunity that he took on. The Auburn job, I thought, once it was uh, news that Malzahn had been fired at Auburn, that they were going to pay him the $21.5 million to go away, came on the 13th of December. Now, Harson was hired some nine days later from that particular point. There were some things that took place. Of course, when Malzahn was fired, <clears throat> Harson uh, was coming back from Wyoming, preparing for the San Jose State game and uh, the Mountain West Championship. Uh, for whatever reason, the folks at Auburn decided to hire a search firm, uh, Parker Search, on Tuesday the 14th, and they put together a search committee. And then there was an interruption for all coaches with National Letter of Intente on Wednesday the 16th. There were interviews on Thursday the 17th uh, last week uh, with the Auburn president in media in Alabama as he moved around. And he said that they would take the time to make the hire and do it right and go through the proper search uh, procedures. <clears throat> well, the 19th comes and goes. Boise State loses to San Jose State for the Mountain West Championship. Uh, then the next day on the 20th, the whole team gets together and uh, based on the information I think they were getting about the bowl possibilities, decided not to play a bowl game. And then on the 21st, just this last Monday, 
you started seeing coaches backing away, whether it be Brent Venables from Clemson, um, the Napier, Billy Napier from the University of Louisiana. That one really got my attention because if he's pulling out of the running, as did Venables, and the comments that they make are, I'm happy with Clemson, I'm staying, or I've got a lot more to do at Louisiana, I'm not leaving. Uh, that, uh, especially the Louisiana one, really got my eyebrows going, okay, they probably got their person and they're getting to, ready to rock and roll. I thought Brian Harson had he been given an opportunity, would have been interested in Auburn for sure. I wasn't convinced that Auburn was going to go all the way over to the mountain time zone for their next football coach. Now, that doesn't mean the SEC hasn't done it before. Houston Nutt, uh, former Boise State head football coach, went to Arkansas in the SEC. Uh, but don't forget, you know, Houston was from there and played there and had all kinds of history there. So a little different situation. So they shocked the world and a lot of us when Pete Thamel uh, moved the tweet yesterday afternoon that Harson was likely to be named. Uh, the next Auburn football coach. I, I didn't see that coming. Uh, certainly some, some blindsiding. Uh, I think it's fair to, to bring up when did Harson know about this or his agent because there was some discussion that Harson had a detailed plan of how Auburn could take their program and win the SEC and go off to the national championship. Now, when did he put that plan together? Or is it something he's always had? How did he customize it and make it specific for the occasion that he was in? Uh, was he able to do that <clears throat> between when the search company was hired and when Brian Harson was hired on the 22nd? I mean, that's that doesn't even jive. That's eight days. Why would you hire a search company and pay them if you already have your guy? And if they were just waiting for the season to be over and they were going to name Brian Harson. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the rest of it was a smoke signal. They paid them ten grand just to say they were doing it. I really have no confirmation on that, but I find it hard to believe uh, that Brian Harson didn't have some inclination he was in the running. Um, others have come out and said that since the folks at Auburn put the word out to any interested coaches that they would probably have to hire anywhere from one to three assistant defensive coaches at Arkansas because some boosters want it that way, that that may have chased off the Venables, may have chased off Napier from Louisiana, who wanted their own people. We do know that uh, Steele, who was the interim head coach, made a big grab for money, tried, I think, to put himself in between boosters and uh, the Auburn football program, and ultimately it feels like his booster connections kind of proved out. And so if it's true that coaches were dropping out of the running because they didn't want to deal with that situation and Brian Harson uh, didn't care or was good with that situation, uh, maybe that's how it all came down. Uh, we'll, we'll have to see once that staff is hired. I think we'll have a much clearer idea when there's some announcements at Auburn in who is going to be getting the job. This special edition of the Kingdom of Pod is brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network and betonline.ag. If you've been betting on the NFL and college football, well, college football playoffs are coming up, and NBA and college basketball are there. Plenty of bets to lock in, so maybe you want to get on the Lakers like I would to repeat as NBA champs, or maybe you think the Chiefs are not going to get it done in the NFL. Go to betonline.ag. 
take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses if you're new to it. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today. So a lot of interesting, really, things about the Harson hire, uh, not only the timing and, and how that came down, but some of the national media swirling. And then I'll talk about some specific staff members who may or may not be green-lighting their way to Auburn. But the national media is speculating here in Dallas, uh, the radio station that covers the Dallas Cowboys and carries the games was concerned about the fact that Boise State has no athletic director and that he, one of the hosts, had reached out to some college football contacts he had, and that was the feedback that uh, those contacts in the college football world had for him that they don't know what Boise State's going to do. They don't have an athletic director. Will they hire a coach first and then an AD? Um, that was what their storyline was, and, of course, they're just scrambling for whatever they can get. We all know that uh, everybody is going to want to vet and, and see if Kellen Moore is interested in leaving the NFL for college football. I, I would be surprised if Kellen isn't interested, A, uh, and B, if, if Kellen has some questions and is really checking his whole card because he is in an awesome situation. I would think he's a year or two away from being a head coach in the NFL. A lot of people work to get to that position, and it's not like Kellen couldn't always have that as a fallback position at Boise State. And there's some other factors, I think, for, for Kellen Moore and for Andy Avalos, who's the defensive coordinator at the University of Oregon, uh, that will come into play. I definitely think Andy would want to be the head football coach at Boise State. I don't think there's any question about that. But I think in both Kellen's case and Andy Avalos' case, think about the infrastructure that's not in place for them. There is no athletic director at Boise State, and one of the other key positions for them is you know whoever holds the keys to the budget and the president's office with Dr. Trump is relatively new, but Brad LaRondo has been running basically the football program for the head football coach for quite some time now, and I think Brad is going to have to decide whether he wants to go with Coach Harson to Auburn or stay at Boise State where he wants to be the next athletic director. And the first thought I would have is, if I'm Andy Avalos or Kellen Moore, I'm asking Dr. Trump, who's going to be my athletic director? Because you could hire me today, you could bring in an athletic director in three months, and he and I or she don't see eye to eye, and that's not anything I don't want to get involved in. So basically, uh, Dr. Trump, and now I'm Kellen Moore, or now, now I'm Andy Avalos, I would really like to see Brad LaRondo as our athletic director because I need assistance. I've never been a head coach. He knows where all the bodies are buried. I need the help. He's perfect for what I need to get done. We need him to get this done with us. And this could really be a package deal. And then they can call off the AD search. The, you know, there's a lot of boxes you could check. And in both of those guys' cases, I don't think it's a stretch of imagination that there is enough leverage that they may have on this situation to get that done. Because I think Brad, uh, Brad LaRondo is, is a capable uh, potential athletic director of Boise State, even though plenty of outside experts would say he would need more time at other schools. He would need to bring systems from Power 5 schools that he's been at and bring them back to Boise State. He needs to leave and come back. That type of approach is not uncommon. I'm sure the athletic director search committee has heard that. I'm sure the national 
uh, headhunter that Boise State has hired has, has heard that, as, as is Mike Alden. So uh, I would think all of that thinking is in, in play here. But now all of a sudden you need a head coach too. And that could be in the favor of, of Brad LaRondo. Looking at the rest of the staff, and then I, I don't want to go too far and too deep in these podcasts right now because news is happening so quickly. I'd like to bring these more frequently, so I'll try to get you information as I can put it all together and give it to you. Uh, but I want to go through the Boise State staff. This is a unique situation. If it proves out that Coach Harson is going to have to retain, say, the defensive line coach, a defensive back coach, and the defensive coordinator at Auburn, then that kind of ties his hands with the Boise State defensive coaches that he can bring with him, if that's true. There's been no announcements yet from Auburn on which coaches uh, are going to be staying and if they're all leaving or not. You know, Harson's I think, been on a plane back to Boise. He's probably packing his stuff and, and getting organized as we speak. Um, but in that case... Boise State's move by putting Spencer Danielson, the young co-defensive coordinator and defensive line coach, in as the interim head coach, I think was a preemptive strike to see if they can't keep him in Boise. Because I think Spencer has the pedigree. I think he has the attitude, the aggressiveness. He's young. He's ambitious that he could have moved with Harson. And I, I think there was a time where Spencer had some jobs in the offseason and Whatever he talked about with Brian Harson was enough to keep him in, at Boise State rather than chase his uh, Power 5 dreams, which I think he could have gotten done. So I think there's a better chance than not that he could be now staying um, at Boise State, and not only because he's the interim head coach, but also uh, because there may not be a spot there on the defensive staff, although I do think Harson could make room for him. The strength coach, Jeff Pittman, you know, he's left before. He's taken off for Colorado and uh, went with Coach Hawk and then uh, had to sort of circle back. But he's been a Harson guy. And I think he came with Harson, if I'm not mistaken, uh, this time as well. So that is a possibility, especially because Pitt can get a nice pay raise. And at this stage in his life, I think he's uh, uh, you know free enough to where he could make that move. I think Brad LaRondo, as I mentioned, is still kind of stuck in the middle of all this. Uh, Kent Riddle has been in love with Boise, Idaho, and his kid's still playing here. So uh, I'd be surprised if Coach Ridd uh, followed Coach Harson to Auburn. I won't be surprised if Eric Hesaw does that. Uh, Jeff Schmetting, I'd be surprised if he uh, had a spot on that staff at Auburn. I think he's quite capable of a football coach to get that done. But let's face it, if Kellen Moore comes back, he would need Coach Schmetting. Uh, even Andy Avalos, who's a close friend of Jeff Schmetting's, and got him to Boise State, could want to keep uh, Jeff Schmetting intact with Spencer Danielson as well. Uh, I don't see Matt Miller move, making the move because I just don't think he has that kind of experience, and uh, it's not something they could apply in the SEC. Zach Alley came from Clemson. He's a young guy. He could be uh, lower on the totem pole there uh, at Auburn, but I think he could be an asset. Uh, Jaleel Brown, uh, NFL guy, came from Colorado, the corners coach. I don't see it. Gabe Franklin, a Boise State guy who's been at Texas El Paso, I don't, again, think he would take off. Winston Venable just learned a new position. He's a wild card to me. Uh, depends upon what Coach Harson needs in that recruiting spot, and Winston's just getting his chops recruiting-wise, so that may be a lot to ask of Winston Venable. The biggest question mark for me about this staff and who may be moving with Coach Harson is Brad Bedell, uh, an NFL guy, a guy that's uh, been at Baylor in some positions. Um 
has been Coach Harson's O line guy. I, I don't I don't know. It's it's such an important coaching position that Coach Harson has to get the best coach, not the best recruiter. And I and I think that right now uh, Jack Bicknell is at Auburn, and he's a former head football coach. He used to be at La Tech. Some of you may remember, and he could end up holding on to him. So that's just how I see where the Boise sta- State staff is at. I think maybe Coach Harson spoke to them today, but there was a staff meeting for Boise State today just to kind of reorganize themselves without Coach Harson around to see who's in charge, how they get it done. They got Christmas coming up, and they don't have a bowl game to deal with. So they've got some things uh, working in their favor at this particular time. But, you know, as I broadcast this, you know, 15 minutes ago, that's the latest that I have on the uh, Brian Harson situation. I have been talking to contacts all over the country. Uh, I can tell you that in talking to all the, the different individuals that I have, um, everybody is unanimous that Kellen would be great, Andy Avalos would be good. Some throughout Coach Grimes, Jeff Grimes, the offensive coordinator at BYU, uh, who I think's done an outstanding job with their offense. Uh, I don't know enough about his head coaching chops. But when it comes to Andy and Kellen, there's a unanimous decision that these guys would be excellent. I don't think Dirk Cutter is an option, even though Dirk is going to move to Boise, Idaho. He's got a house here. Uh, He's going to ride it out in the NFL, see how it goes next season, if he has a season for Atlanta. If not, I don't even know that if it isn't an NFL job that Dirk uh, will take some time off before he decides to coach again. I don't think his appetite is that strong to jump into being a college head football coach at Boise State or anywhere else. So uh, I don't see Coach Pete getting back into it. I hope that he's being consulted. Uh, But those are some of the quick snapshot uh, folks. It's a Coach Coach Trump show. The president now is really having to get involved in all of this. And, And on top of that, it's fortunate that you have Mike Alden involved. He's the consultant on the athletic director hire. He can easily get involved in this head coaching situation just to make sure everything is basically on track and the, the thinking is sound. And he understands now, because he's been around Boise State and all the information for a couple of weeks, he understands the culture better than somebody who just walked through the door. He doesn't have it down cold, but he's a smart man. He's the guy that found Gary Pinkle at Missouri and stood by him for years. Uh, I think 15 years, if I'm not mistaken. So that's where it is now. Of course, we'll be tracking it forward as it goes. I hope you can join me and uh, stay with me on the Kingdom of Pod. Uh, Just as easy for some of you guys to get this emailed. uh, If you want that, rather than going to your favorite place where your podcasts are uh, downloaded for you, and please rate, review, and share this podcast. Uh, you can go to kingdomofpod.mailchimpsites.com, and then I will mail these to you as news breaks. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year! Thanks for joining me on this, the Kingdom of Pod. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.